You're listening to the Sermon Podcast from House for All Sinners and Saints. We are an Evangelical Lutheran Church in America congregation in Denver, Colorado, and you can find out more about us at www.houseforall.org. He tells her that helping her would not be fair to the people he was 
sin. It would be like taking food from their mouths. He gives her one more chance to just disappear, as everyone would expect her to do. But she responds, turning his own words back at him, telling him that even dogs get the scraps that fall from the table. Abasing herself, calling herself a dog. Then in a moment that should reassure all of us, Jesus shows that God doesn't like smart, does indeed like smart asses. <laughs> he grants her request and heals her daughter. She is invisible no more because she did not allow herself For whatever reason, the compilers of the lectionary wanted these to be invisible. They don't want to talk about eunuchs in church. Probably they don't want to imagine that they have eunuchs in their churches. And so they take it upon themselves, themselves to hide God's great blessing to them. Ten years after that scene in the mall, I was in seminary studying theology and scriptures, and I was brought to a place where I could come out, where I could begin the process of not being invisible again. A process that has been wonderful and which has led to the best times in my life. Canaanite woman refuses to be invisible, and when she is seen, she is granted that which she desires the most, the healing of her daughter. God knows us and sees us, but God also wants us to be seen. There's two ways for that to happen. The first way is internal. I wasn't able to be seen, to be known until I reached the point that the Canaanite woman where I was willing and more than willing, but actually more than willing, but actually had reached the point where it hurt too much to do anything else, that I was able to expose myself to the world, no matter what the world thought. I was invisible at the mall because I let myself be, because I accepted what the culture told me about myself, and I let myself not be seen. I'm used to be angry at the compilers of lectionary because of the way they made people like me disappear. But the truth is they can't do that. We can only make ourselves invisible. And God's promise to me remains, no matter whether it's read in church every three years or not. But there's another way to approach God's desire that we be seen. And that's for each of us and for all of us to make the effort to see the people around us. How different would the story of the Canaanite woman be if the disciples had seen her for who she was, had seen her need, and instead of asking Jesus to drive her away, had taken her to him and said, can you help this woman? How different would this sermon be if the compilers of the lectionary had kept the promise to the youths in the reading for this week? And I can't help asking Looking at the events of Charlottesville in the aftermath, looking at the struggles of immigrants, who am I not seeing? Where is it that instead of helping the people around me, I'm going to God and saying, hey, can we get rid of these people? They're really bugging me. Whose narrative am I commenting out of my life just because they make me uncomfortable? God sees us as we are. God loves us as we are. But it is our choice to let the world, the rest of the world, see that love and that acceptance.
It is also our choice to see God's love and concern in others. We can listen to those who would tell us to go away, to disappear, to leave them alone. Or we can trust God and let everyone else see who God knows us to be. And we can, at the same time, look around and see the invisible among us, really see it. For too many years, I've listened to the, those voices that told me to hide, let them make me invisible. Let yourself be seen and see those around you, for the God who sees all things as they are.